And we are live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Rebel Influencer Podcast. God, that was the that felt like a, a mouthful today. Rebel <laughs> Influencer. It's my own brand, and yeah, I can't seem to say it today. Anyway, welcome. Uh, today I'm joined by a very special guest. I love this lady. Don't tell her because she'll get a rather fat head, I'm sure. <laughs> and she sucks at Jenga. Sucks at Jenga. No, she doesn't really don't tell her that. Um, but she's gonna be talking to me today about connection and the power of connection and really how she grew her business she's very humble and she doesn't pick herself up very often not often enough i don't think but nicola please do tell everybody a little bit about you hello i think i'm Hi. getting a bit better at it <laughs> and rightly so <laughs> um so yes so i am nicola peak and i am the founder of peaks private members club which is essentially a networking business, even though it's taken me ages to admit that because I hate the word networking. Um, but ultimately, that's what it is for business owners. And similar to Leona, we do things differently. So we do things like spa days, cold water swims and lunches. And it's all about building connections rather than just going in, passing your business card, being a bit sleazy and pitchy and then going home and not really getting a lot from the event. <laughs> I want people to, you know, build relationships, build friendships, make money, work with each other, get referrals, make more money. And generally, Leona has experienced this. My events then tend to get a bit boozy. <laughs> they don't oh, seem to be yeah. And you know what, if you just had like wine and cheese nights every day of the week, you'd have no problem. Like I'm highly convinced, sack off anything else and just sell wine, you'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I loved it though. And I love seeing you with your clients. You're really, really hands-on. You genuinely, like that comes across, you're genuinely all about connection. You yeah. want them to win as much as they want to win themselves. And you, you have a love for what you do and that is you can see that through and through, which is yeah. absolutely amazing. So tell me how you got into, into Grand Peaks and how that was developed. So initially, so as a financial advisor, <clears throat> so I'm full of cold at the minute as well, I apologise, uh, for many, many years, like from 24 up until 2020, when that career comes to a bit of a crap ending, shall we say, which NDA can't speak about. Um, and then in lockdown, because then we went into lockdown, so we couldn't get another job, I decided to set up my own business, which turned out to be an afternoon tea company. And that was just literally went from idea to then delivering afternoon teas all over the UK. And I absolutely loved it. And the business was booming. Like it just went 10 grand months, 15 grand months, 20 grand months. Because everybody, for some reason, was really enjoying cake in lockdown. Everybody wanted cake. Well, we all. We didn't care what we was eating. Cake and wine. We were happy. <laughs> um, but then when the world started to reopen, I started to miss being around people. Obviously, in my corporate world, which I loved my job, I was always with my clients. So I was always in people's homes. You know, you'd have the socials, the drinks after work, the lunches, the incentives. I got to go on really nice trips and do nice things when I was working in the corporate world. And then when you work for yourself, that's all gone. Mm. So you just lose it all. And you don't tend, I think, as business owners and probably women more than men, we don't treat ourselves. We feel that we shouldn't be allowed to 
have a day off to go to a spa where actually we should be allowed to do that because we need that time to recoup. Um, so I started thinking about, well, I want to get back out there. I want to see people. I'm very sociable. And it was either like I either did something different with Shoelicious. So I thought about having a patisserie or franchising the business or doing something on those lines. And in all honesty, that, that was money that I didn't have. So then I thought, well, what? what do I really want? And I just thought, well, I want to come out socialising. I want to do nice things. I want to be around people and I want to help and inspire other people who are in business that they can just do what they want to do. They can grow a business from nothing and they can work together and build connections. And I never really looked at it as a networking business. Um, it was more just a social thing to bring people together so they could build connections. Um, and the business now, I didn't open it till December 21. It took me about five or six months playing with ideas on what I wanted to do, how it would look. And then I just opened it as a membership and said, come and join the membership and then you'll get invites to the events and I'll plan all these events. And people took a risk with me because when they joined, there was nothing there. It was like, I was just making a promise. I promise I'll bring you some good fun. And then last year, I did 14 events. We did an amazing retreat in Scotland. We've already done three or four events this year with the masterminders as well. And we've got a couple more retreats and there's loads more events lined up for the rest of the year where we all come together. Um, and I absolutely love it. I won't resent this business. Like I've sold Shoelicious now. Somebody else owns that. Um, but I, I wake up every day loving what I do. And I think we should all be able to do that in our business. And you genuinely have fun with your clients. And I think that's what's yeah. inspirational for so many people is, you know, we work really hard behind the scenes. We deal with some gritty issues as yeah. business owners. It can be challenging when we lose clients or clients move on or clients struggling to pay their bills. It means yeah. we're the ones that have the impact also. Yeah. And I think, A, nobody's really talking about that, but B, networking has always been seen as suits and boots, very corporate, yeah. very serious, very business cardy. And I don't know, but I don't even have a business card. Like, I'm like, don't ask me more. Like, that's all I have, my QR code. Yeah, <laughs> QR code. Here's, here's my socials, you know, this is how you get hold of me. Here's my freebie. So I think we're definitely, you're, you're changing the way that people are connecting, which yeah. is amazing. And actually, I'm sure, like, I sat around the table and I watched you ladies network and connect and, I'm sure business was done as a as a result of being there that that evening and eating lots of nice food and drinking lots of nice wine, and that for me in my head that's how business should be done, right? That's yeah. how business should be done. So, what's next for Peaks? Oh, Leona, you know what I'm like with my ideas. <laughs> let, I mean, let's hear a few of them. <laughs> so, I introduced. Um, at the start of this year, I introduced my two new mastermind levels within Peaks now. So as people grow their business and scale up, we work together, we work, to clo we work closer. Um, and I've got 18 people in the masterminds now, which is phenomenal. For Peaks, for me, I want to grow those just to the numbers that I've got them capped. And so it'd be 45 in total across the two masterminds. So that's a big goal for me to do. I want to film my retreats and do more things. But for me, I'd love to do a massive event next year. 
-hmm. So something where everybody gets together and whether that's a type of festival, I've always played with Peak Fest because I used to have parties years ago and call them Peak Fest before I was ever in business. But I thought I could bring that back. Yeah, just have a party and, you know, it with business stuff there, but not that it's just a constant business presentation, speaker, speaker, speaker. I think that people come with their families, so they actually got to meet each other properly, mm -hmm. um, had some networking, had some fun, bit of a silent disco, lots of gym bars. Um, something like that I've always been toying with in my mind. And ultimately, long term, I'd love my own bricks and mortar private members club. So, probably so yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Peace. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't how, know whether I can forget. I'm having a in membership, by the way. I've just rubber stamped <laughs> my name right now. Yeah. And that's it. And it's just constantly up leveling to, like I've always said to you, it's, it's kind of in the middle of, um, you know, your lower cost networking and then the luxury yachts. We're not there. But it's kind of we want to have the luxury, we want to have the nice things, but it's not too expensive. But it's coming together at nice venues. And we don't want seasickness. Me and Nicola decided we don't want a yacht because we get seasickness. <laughs> it just has to be one that's moored that doesn't move. <laughs> exactly. Or well, it's not actually in water, it's still in the yacht. <laughs> yeah. We'll close our eyes and pretend. Okay, so that's that's what's next for peace. What would you say to somebody listening to this that is? At the point in their business where they feel the need to grow, but they're not sure how to take the next step, they feel a bit stagnant and a bit frustrated. What What's your advice? I think if, so whether you're starting a new business or maybe like myself, you're in a business that you're starting to maybe have apathy for, don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. um, some people find it hard to admit that they're not enjoying their business, but it doesn't mean you're a failure at all. It just means it's not right for you. Just move yeah. on and change what I did what worked for me is I wrote down all the things I love to do and all the things I hate to do <laughs> and there are things in business we'll always have to do but you can outsource ultimately at some point yeah. and then it's just kind of having that focus and that needs to be everything you think about but what you've got to do is block out everybody else's opinion so sometimes if we listen to everyone around us like my friends love them. When I first said I'm setting up a business and giving up my career and my nice six-figure salary and my nice four-by-four car, they thought I was absolutely fucking crazy because yeah. I could, I've could. i walked into another job, had a good salary, had all the perks, had my pension and everything, and I was giving all that up to bake cakes. And in their eyes, they're like, that's a hobby. Do, take your business, but do the hobby on the side. And if the hobby grows then go for it and I was like no 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 no. this is not a hobby this is what I want to create as a business and that's you need to get in that mindset no matter what you're doing it's not a hobby business if you want it to do well you need to look at it from a point of actually I, I want to be here in six months or I want to be here in 12 months and go all out as hard as it is try and be more visible you need to be telling people what you're selling don't set up a Facebook page and have a business and you're not telling anyone about it, who's going to buy your stuff. Um, and just own it and be confident with it. People will cheerlead you and people will want to support you. But ultimately it comes down to you. You've got to put it out there to the world. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want. This is what I want to achieve. Don't be scared of telling people those goals and work with people. There's nothing worse than being in your own mind 
at your desk every day, thinking about what you want to do, spinning all the plates, but having no idea how to move forward. If you can invest just even a little bit in yourself, whether it's a membership, a one-to-one, a course, just do it straight away because honestly it makes life so much easier when you're working with other people who are on that same journey. And also other people that are maybe just even five steps ahead of you. Like you don't have to be exponentially away from where you are, um, but just having somebody to explain how they've done what they've done and the tangible things that you can do in order to be able to move that forward, that's really, really helpful because the reality is is we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what the hell to do in this situation. It's consistently evolving and consistently changing, and especially at the moment with the world in the the shape that it is, it's it's interchangeable more so than ever. So I think you're absolutely right. I think it is about the people you surround yourself with, the people you take guidance from, and your peers. That's really important. And like curating your reality, I think there's a lot there's a lot of waffle on social media, let's be fair. Um, and it's just about curating what we want to be fed with. And I don't just mean in our mouths, I think I mean in our mind. It's like, you know, we don't need people to blow smoke, but we do need people to tell the truth and be realistic and honest about what it's taken them and how they've got to the point where they are. And I don't expect everyone to disclose every secret because I expect that you have to pay for some of those things. Yeah. But there are lots of people who will be open and honest with you yeah. about their journeys along the way. And you, I genuinely believe you can take little nuggets from everybody. And even if it's people you actually don't particularly like, you can learn from their behaviour and go, I don't want to repeat that. I don't <laughs> want to. I actually don't want to become that person. So I'm going to do everything in my power not to do yeah. that. Um, that's super helpful so you are one of the collaborators in our latest book like a boss talk to me about being a boss because being a boss is hard work even if you're just the boss of yourself right (laughs) there's nobody else you employ that's hard let's talk about what it actually takes in order to be a boss see I would never it's probably it's so weird isn't it to suddenly go I'm a boss (laughs) it's actually quite hard to admit that and go I am and like kind of have the confidence to do it. Um, but it's like to start with, it is everything we've just said. And you've got to ultimately listen to yourself. I was guilty of, yes, I've bought every course, been in every membership, signed up to all the freebies, signed up to everything. And what happens is you get so overwhelmed with everybody telling you what you should do. You don't know where to go. Mm-hmm. So just have a real clear plan on what, you want to do if you're going to be the boss of your own business how do you want that business to look how do you want it to run what do you want to do what don't you want to do so I'm better with tech now but I was shit I had no idea so I had to learn it and I didn't enjoy it so as soon as I could afford to outsource that part of my business I do So it makes my life 10 times easier because I'm not waking up every day thinking I've got hours and hours to spend building some funnel that I don't even know what to do with. Mm -hmm. Um, So anything that you really dislike, make sure you outsource. And it's looking at it in cost wise. Your time is worth far more delivering, speaking to people, networking, connecting, selling than it is sitting doing the admin tasks so you've got to make sure you, you are the boss. And as a boss, you need to be doing the things that are going to bring you in the money, not the yeah. things that really you could be outsourcing. I mean, for now, look at Fiverr, go on those kind of websites so it's not huge costs. 
outsource anything you don't like. Um, also, do you like collaborations? Like when we first, when I yeah. started six years ago, we couldn't afford a VA at all. So yeah. we went to our VA and I'll tell you what, we will do an exchange of services. And then we had like a commission structure for her. So the more we sold, the more she'd make. Well, yeah. Angela made quite a lot of money, more than she'd have made per hour as a VA. So it actually worked out better for her in the long run. And and I think, you know, we're afraid of having those conversations, but the reality is, is if it's it's if it's mutually beneficial to you both, yeah. you'll, you'll find a common ground. Yeah, definitely. And if it's communicated and you both know what you're going to get out of it, it can work really well. Um that you do that as a mutual exchange. And in the early days, it's definitely worth doing. Um, and yeah, it just, your confidence will build and build and build as your business grows and builds. And suddenly you'll just go, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks anymore. <laughs> this is my business. I want to run it my way. I love what I do and that's all that matters. Um, and it's mad that we have these hangups to start with. So if you have got any hangups and you're worried, as easy as it's for me to say, just don't, just do it and smash it and be yourself. And actually, like, there are still going to be days where you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what, <laughs> what is going on? What was I ever thinking? Because that's very, very normal. Yeah. But the reality is you'll have much less of those the more yeah. experience you have under your belt to the point where they happen very far and few between. And when they do happen, it's like a fleeting thought and then it's gone again because you're reminding yourself of what a badass you are. Right? It's like, oh, okay. You have to always remind yourself of <laughs> how far you've come and the things you... So I do that. I've done that post this morning. So I do that every quarter now. Whereas I'd be like, look back in my diary and go, right, what have I done? And then I'm like, shit, yeah, I did. Oh, I've done, oh, actually, I've actually done quite a lot. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, wow, I've done all of that. And then think, well, what do I want to do next? And it's not ego, is it? It's not from a place no. of fabulous. It's like, actually, do you know what? I just needed to remind myself of all the things I, I have achieved. And well, quite anybody else thinks, like, yeah. I, I rock. Good, go me. Absolutely. Amazing. So if you were to impart one piece of advice upon our listeners, what would that piece of advice be? Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. I love it. Because recently you were a, a be inspired speaker, right? Yes. So how nervous you are. Oh my god. <laughs> So I always, always promised myself I would never speak on stage. I owned that. I don't want to speak on stage. It's not for me. It's not something I want to do. Not interested in it. Don't understand why people do it. <laughs> and a lot of people last year kept saying, you should do this. You should do be inspired. You should go and speak on stage. You should do this. And then I was like, no, nah, it's not for me. I'm not interested. I'm just like, I'd rather just go and meet people and go for dinner and stuff. But gradually I was thinking, do you know what? The reason I'm telling myself I'm not interested is because I'm absolutely petrified of standing up in a room full of people. I mean, going back to my events last year, even standing up in front of my own members, 10 of them, I'd be nervous and sweating. So I thought, there's no way I can stand in front of strangers. But then I decided that I was going to do it. And it was come to like the final moment. You know, you get those emails like last chance, last 10 minutes to join. And, and I was like, oh, I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. 
So started the process six months ago, been going through the process and haven't, I've kind of almost hid from it and not accepted that it's really going to happen. And I planned my talk and I planned things. And it was only really two weeks ago that it all started to come together and I started to feel better, but I've cried. I've nearly decided to cancel the whole thing, nearly walked out of it. I've had wobbles, I've had strops, I've been moody. I haven't had headspace to think about work. The last few weeks have been unreal with the fear. So yeah, I, I actually didn't think I'd go through with it. And then went there last week, went there Wednesday night, had some tears Wednesday night, didn't sleep the whole of Wednesday evening. And then Thursday is there at seven, hair, makeup, dressed, mic on, and luckily I was on quite soon. So it was bang, 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 bang. And I got up and I absolutely fucking loved it. <laughs> no, you wouldn't let's get you off the stage. Like, hello. Like, where can I go next? Who wants me? <laughs> Now you see why everyone wants to speak, right? Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like just like all these fears that we have. I promised myself this year I'd try and do things because I'm pretty scared of most things. So I thought I'm going to try and push myself this year and do things that are totally stretching my comfort zone. And that's what you have to do in business to progress. If you stay comfortable, you're not going to go anywhere. You've just got to constantly step into that comfort zone, stretch it, step into the next one and stretch it. Never go back, just keep stretching a bit forward. Um, and as uncomfortable it is, as it is, it will lead to growth and success. Absolutely. It's just those little things. It's not, everyone always says to me, you're really successful very quickly. I'm like, I've been studying media since I was 19. I started this part of my journey six years ago. That's a long time after I was 19 Then it took me to get to six years ago. And then I've been growing a little tiny bit at a time over the last six years. Yeah. So what people see is not the reality of what it actually really takes. And it is just the tiny, 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 tiny. Yeah. I will never forget my one of my very first interviews on social media. And it was with a lady and she was in her kitchen and it went on for an hour and a half. I won't tell you too many details. She'll probably identify herself. And it was one of the worst interviews I've ever had. And you know, you just like, please be quiet and just get on with the questions and like stop talking. And there was like two people watching and it was just horrendous. But all of those experiences, and there have been many, have led to the point where you know, bigger and bigger and bigger opportunities will knock on the door. And I'm sharing a stage with Kim Kiyosaki or Jack Canfield or like yeah. the biggest names in the world started from this random tiny little interview with two people watching. And yeah. that's it. And that's all it's going to take. But the majority of people, they sack it off along the way because it feels scary. And they go, fuck it. That's it. I'm out. Too I'm much done. hard work. Yeah. Yeah. We've just got to think, even when it's really painful and really hard and really tough, it's worth it. Like you're doing it for yourself. If you're in an employed role that you're not enjoying, you're going through all that pain and turmoil for somebody else. So go through it for your own business and go through it for yourself because it will pay off. It's not instant. A lot of people look like they've had overnight success, but like you say, it's been six years. So it, it takes time um so you just got to keep going keep going with it okay before you go where yes. can everyone find you online 
always you can find me on facebook so if you just search nicola peak you can send me a friends request i love having lots of friends so you can send me a friends request um and you will find in my bio on that page links to everywhere else so that's probably the easiest thing to do you'll find my website my instagram my groups and things like that so just go and hit me up on facebook be my friend <laughs> she's a cool person to be friends with. <laughs> it's been a pleasure as always you little legend thank you legend. thank you very much I'm, I'm totally having you on my next stage so you know get it in your diary <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> take care guys have an amazing day